<sighs> wouldn't be a full moon movie without a clip show. Yeah. Where's my rum? I'm getting my rum for this. You know, Rick's pretty pointless in this movie so far. Dude, that guy is so evil. He must have a mustache and be twirling it. What? They're working together? No. <laughs> this shall not stand. Boom. No. Cut to flashlight. <laughs> attack. Attack. Yes. Oh, right in the balls. Fuck yeah. Welcome to the Review to Death podcast. I'm Marcus. And I'm Luke. We watch horror movies together and make you listen to us talk about them. We are heading right back in to check on our new Puppet Master Rick with Puppet Master 5, the final chapter. Give us the info on this one, Luke. All right, so Puppet Master 5 picks up pretty much right after Part 4 left off. The puppets battle their most powerful enemy yet as they protect their new master from the demon god that created the secret of life, which I'm assuming is that serum stuff. And uh, his name is Sutek. In this one, Sutek puts himself into one of the little tiny demon guys that they fought in the fourth one. Instead of having a bunch of little demon guys run around to fight the puppets, it's just one guy, but he's super strong and he's got special powers. And, uh, oh, and there's some, some government guys trying to capture the puppets for... Pentagon. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Rick's in jail. Yeah. Picks up right off the other, other one. And Rick's in jail. It's tied to some murders from the other movie, which they didn't even, they had nothing to do with each other. They were never connected. Blade is evidence. And then cue the clip show. Oh, man. And the fucking clip show return. Yeah. <sighs> Full moon, I swear to God, whatever they can do to save money. Uh, yeah, the, so within the first five minutes of the movie, we, we get a five-minute recap. And it's, it's an extensive, it's, it's five minutes. I think it's, it's literally five minutes recap. Oh, it's of the eight. Fourth. It's eight. I was keeping track. I have, I have the <laughs> clock on. This, this, this thing is an eight-minute clip show of what we just watched. By the way, guys, this one, these movies aren't long. It's full moon, so it's it's 83 minutes long, this movie, Pat Muster 5. And so a good eight minutes of that is dedicated to, you know, more clip shows. So, yeah, again, not great because we, we just watched this like a couple of days ago. Like, we get it. We saw it. And uh, that, part of it has to do with the fact that part four and part five were supposed to be one whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Uh, and we're going to do our best to walk you through this one, but I'm going to warn you ahead of time. This movie doesn't make sense. There's so many scenes happening at the same time that you forget that certain characters exist or even in the movie. Uh, but we'll try. So Rick's in jail. Blade is evidence. And right at the beginning, you realize that Rick as the puppet master is utterly useless. Yeah, he's terrible. They like, and unlike Andre Toulon, the original puppet master from the first three who you know whatever his means may have been which again they don't really des- describe those very well either yeah rick is pretty directionless with the puppets he just he doesn't really give him anything to do kind of reacts to stuff happening around him and it's all super random and weird it's very bizarre so rick gets bailed out by a shady lawyer type person who luke Dr. mentioned Jennings. has has something to do with the pentagon but it's not like they really explain it fully. We hear the word Pentagon 
is he good? Is he bad? He's bad. Then he's good. Then he's bad again. Really shows that uh, this movie had the amount of screenwriters that it did. There was like four or five of them in uh, for both. Well, for there were both movies because they were like, like I said, there was supposed to be one. Um, but yeah, him and like four or three random guys that we never met before go back to the Bodega Bay Inn to uh, acquire the puppets for their own you know, nefarious means. And I think it's something to do with weapons research. But again, it's not explained well at all. We really don't we, care because, yeah. I mean, you're going to, and we'll talk about it later. You really don't care. And it's for a good reason. But we right. haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned the fact that between all these scenes that really don't make sense is the psychic lady is still alive from the first movie, but she's in a coma and she sees visions of Sutek, the demon dude with the big jaw, uh, who is, uh, puppeteered quite badly i mean i couldn't i couldn't stop laughing whenever he was on screen <laughs> the the big jaw and the giant red nipples yeah yeah so so lauren lauren is the uh the psychic that survived the fourth movie played by Teresa hill her whole the whole movie she's just in a hospital bed moaning and screaming and having visions and then somehow sending messages to to rick through yeah, a computer, you know, like, through yeah. an old ass computer. Yeah, it's like via DOS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which some of you guys are going to be like, what the fuck is DOS? But that, it was a thing. Look it up. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> looking at <laughs> Sutek is the main bad guy. He's the demon in hell who, you know, who, you, you know, controlled all the little demons via like his little subsidiary guys. Yeah, he he's the guy that's, oh my God, when he is not sitting on his, his toilet throne when he's moving around. <laughs> toilet it throne. Is, it is the funniest shit ever because he's obviously animated by like, or I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's like he's he's like he's moved by sticks, so like his yeah. limbs are never they never seem like they're in control, and well, it looks you know like he's gonna fall over anytime. You know what it is? It's got to be like there's got to be one guy or lady back there that's in charge of this puppet and this puppet just got away so much and it's, it's like, like they try to move it and they're just struggling they're just struggling I, so like this thing just sort of like lumbers around and always looks <laughs> like it's gonna fall over and i'm just imagining this puppeteer in the back just sweating bullets trying to hold this thing up it's like oh cut cut the camera please <laughs> it looks like there is a puppeteer in charge of each limb and no one is in sync <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like it looks it's so great though because it's it's so so funny it's it's it make, it's a lot of it gets a lot of comedy out of it it's great so i and i, and I mentioned this before it says the story is bonkers doesn't make any sense uh i told you you weren't going to care and this is the reason for this is because the rest of this movie pretty much is just in the bodega bay and and it's just the puppets like old-fashioned hunting uh like it was in the first two movies Except uh, so, yeah, it's it's the evil lawyer and his and his three weird friends. So at first we thought they were gonna get like finally like in the first three movies they were gonna get taken out by the puppets, but it's it's little little Sotek in his little you know Sotek demon form that takes pretty much all of them out, and it's it's all it's pretty lame. It's just it's both two of them are killed in the exact same way. They get they get jumped on and then scratched. With lots of lots of edits, lots of cuts, and lots of blood spray, but we never really see anything. And then the last guy, they just kill him off screen. Although he did get he does get hammered in the nuts by Jester, which was fucking great. So that was fun. 
And uh, we haven't mentioned this before, but uh, we love Jester here on the Review to Death podcast. <laughs> Jester, Jester looks like Luke. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the joke is, it's like he always shows up. There's Luke. Shows up at around minute 47 just to make a couple faces. <laughs> so this would be this would be the time where I tell Marcus to go go fuck himself. But yeah, he's pretty right. He actually looks a lot like me. Even especially when he takes his jester hat off and he's got the the, the boldness. <laughs> What's also good about Jester is he's the only one that can emote. So like his like his eyes and his nose and his jaw like spin around like crazy. Yeah. If you can yeah, like take a like it's hard to explain. Just like google image search this thing yes he's the only one that can like act surprised or angry or sad or whatever so anyway jester is great and he gets to use a meat tenderizer on one of the dudes balls which he doesn't really get to he hasn't done much before he usually just like stands back and makes faces at things yep and points yeah but he gets this he gets this he gets in on the act this time that was Uh, we also we also get the return of none other than torch baby oh my god i was so happy to see torch um torch is back it's torch is back and and if you you've read the the reviews i'm a big fan of torch he's great he's he's got a flamethrower for an arm he's got bullets for teeth and he's back baby fourth uh movie he's on the cover but not in the movie uh in this one he's not on the cover but in the movie because you know of course he is (laughs) <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and so Torch comes back, some fighting. He does get to use his flamethrower. We didn't think they were gonna they were gonna spend the budget money on that, but he did. He used it a few times. It's not a great effect, but it it's there. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it could have been better. Uh, Decapitron shows back up, complete with uh, Guy Rolf disembodied head. And it also appears as if Decapitron now has the ability to turn his head into anyone he wants because he turns himself into the shady lawyer guy from the Pentagon. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Where did that come from? Also, he's got a new head in this one. It looks hilarious. It, it looks like he should be part of Daft Punk. And uh, it lets him see through walls, I think, is what happened there. He only yeah, but he doesn't flag. even use it. He has it on for like all of 10 seconds. And he's like, no, fuck this shit. Yeah, he takes it off immediately. He's like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Decapitron, the weirdest puppet ever. He's so right. nebulous. It's like, what is he exactly? Is he, is he supposed to be Andre Toulon? Is he? I don't fucking. I don't get. They don't explain it. It it probably doesn't matter. But he saves yeah. the day again. Him and the puppets save the day. Story again. You just don't. You lose track of it. Doesn't make any sense. Puppets and Decapitron have the big final battle against uh, demon uh, demon form Sutek. It's all right. I mean, there's some okay effects, and then and, and then things blow up, and you you see you like you run past all the puppets that are in just like real bad shape, and then yeah. useless ass Rick gets gets the final kill. What's what's up with that? It was yeah, it was super lame, man. Like it's yeah the the so Sutek again. It's just one little guy this time he gets surrounded by the puppets and just figure like he's you know he's toast and yeah he pretty much is there's there's he doesn't really do all that much i think the capitron makes this weird green like it looks like a rick and morty portal doesn't it remember yeah it does it definitely does look like it he makes that appear like he's gonna bounce but he doesn't make it (laughs) right right he makes sutek like he puts it right in front of his face and sutek little sutek is like oh 
And then everything just blows up. And then the next scene, we see every, all the puppets are fucked up, including Sutek. And then Rick comes over and steps on his head. And then what he That's has it. a wine liner. Yeah, he like, says, uh, your, your reservations are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Rick. Except you suck the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then in full moon fashion cut to rick's girlfriend running down the yeah. beach and then yep. getting back home and guy rolf shows back up and passes the torch and passes the torch officially to uh rick rick says something about how there's many more adventures but we never see rick again after right. this and we know that he does not come back because the next puppet master movie is yet another reboot yeah this is the end of rick and plus I, you know the way the part four in it was exactly the same they, they passed the torch on to rick twice they, they passed they did it in part four and then again in part five <laughs> well it wasn't like, official yeah, the first time uh all right <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a mess but oh my god was it i i thought it was very entertaining all right give us your final thoughts on this one luke i i liked it i liked it better than part four which if you listen to the last one um and when that review gets uh posted you you know you'll see i i, I did enjoy that one even though it wasn't great uh this was yeah this was a better paced bad movie like, don't get me wrong it's still not good you guys it's you're not gonna like I'm not going to recommend that you go see this or anything, but it's, it's a fun one. If, uh, if you're, if you're interested, it's, 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 it's out there. Check it out. That was puppet master five. The final chapter. I have to admit that I enjoyed this one a bit more than part four has a lot of puppets hunting and fighting. And that's really the only reason we watch these movies. Thanks for listening. The review to death podcast is written by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays and Fridays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description and follow us on Twitter at Reviewed to Death. Luke, take us out. Uh, yes, definitely check out Groove Witness. They are freaking awesome. Uh, check us out on Imager. Leave comments, yell at us, let us know what you like. That's all I got, man. Later, Gators.